Thanks for joining us on episode 1126 of the Inspired Stewardship Podcast. Hey, I'm Genesis Amaris Kemp. I challenge you to invest in yourself. Yes, yourself. Invest in others. Why? Because when we invest in others, we're able to help them grow and we're able to see the fruits of our labor. Develop your influence. What ways can you be influenced? And impact the world by using your time your talent, and your treasures to live out your calling. Each one of us was created for a purpose. Having the ability to speak up for yourself is key. And one way to be inspired to do that is to listen to this, the Inspired Stewardship Podcast with my friend, Scott Mader. Being true to who you are and not what others want you to be. Being unapologetically you, being able to take what's in your wheelhouse and lead effectively and efficiently by sharing your knowledge that is driving an imprint in order to leave an impact so you can be the world changer that you desire to be. Welcome and thank you for joining us on the Inspired Stewardship Podcast. If you truly desire to become the person who God wants you to be, then you must learn to use your time, your talent, and your treasures for your true calling. In the Inspired Stewardship Podcast, you will learn to invest in yourself, invest in others, and develop your influence so that you can impact the world. In today's interview with Genesis Ameris Kemp, I asked Genesis about her definition of leadership. I also asked her to share with you how writing can help develop your influence, and Genesis also talks with you about limiting beliefs and how to overcome them. One reason I like to bring you great interviews like the one you're going to hear today is because of the power in learning from others. Another great way to learn from others is through reading books. But if you're like most people today, you find it hard to find the time to sit down and read. And that's why today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Go to inspiredstewardship.com slash audible to sign up and you can get a 30-day free trial. There's over 180,000 titles to choose from. And instead of reading, you can listen your way to learn from some of the greatest minds out there. That's inspiredstewardship.com slash audible to get your free trial and listen to great books the same way you're listening to this podcast. Genesis Ameris Kemp is a creative content writer, author, self-development advocate, visionary, inclusion and diversity enthusiast, firecracker, and a force to be reckoned with. Genesis is a woman who will do great things that empower others to speak up for themselves. Yes, it may be challenging, and yes, it may hurt, but in the long run, she desires to encourage others to help those who may not have a voice. She is a trailblazer who wants others to live out their dreams, goals, and visions. If it takes writing her book, Chocolate Drop in Corporate America, From the Pit to the Palace, to accomplish those tasks, then so be it. We've all been given an excellent purpose in life, and it's up to us to walk it out and live victoriously. Genesis has been featured on Four Dozen Plus Podcast, Magazines, and then decided to finally start her own podcast, Gems, with Genesis Ameris Kemp. Welcome to the show, Genesis. Thank you for having me, Scott. So, Genesis... One of the words that I like to ask people to define, there's a few of them, but for this week is leadership. 
because as I've talked to people, I found out that people hear that word. It's a loaded word. It means different things to different people. So what does the word leadership mean to you? Leadership to me means walking in your authenticity, being true to who you are and not what others want you to be, being unapologetically you, being able to take what's in your wheelhouse and lead effectively and efficiently by sharing your knowledge that is driving an imprint in order to leave an impact so you can be the world changer that you desire to be. A leader to me is somebody who has compassion, somebody that's empathetic, somebody that listens, somebody that is open to hearing feedback. Because if we're not willing to hear that feedback, then that shows we're not coachable. And every leader should be coachable because we don't know it all and we're still learning. As long as there's still breath in our lungs, that means the race is not over and there's still things that we need to learn in order so we could grow personally as well as professionally. And when I think about a leader and I think about myself, who do I want the world to say I was whenever I'm called home to the afterlife? What do I want people to say that Genesis Amaris Kemp did? And that is how I could reverse engineer my leadership to hold myself accountable. Because when I hold a me accountable, I'm also showing up for me, but I'm also showing up for you because I'm remaining true to my core values. So as a writer, as somebody who's written a book, they tell us that everybody has a book inside them, or at least some of the 94% of people will say, oh, I've got a book inside of me. I literally just started working on a book that hopefully will be out this year, not too long ago. And could you share a little bit about the process you used to write the book and then how writing the book has actually affected you and, and your influence and your attitude? Yes. <laughs> so when I wrote Chocolate Drop in Corporate America, From the Pit to the Palace, From the Pit to the Palace is the subtitle. I started with the name Chocolate Drop in Corporate America. That name came out of one day of frustration. From the Pit to the Palace, I came up with that title whenever I was doing my mind mapping session, because I said in life, we all go through pits and those pits are the tech. Yes, they're the trials and the tribulations. And then once we graduate, we go into our palace. The palace is equivalent to success. Success is going to look something totally different for each one of us. And whenever I started writing my book, any time that I had a situation that occurred at work, instead of complaining about it, I allowed it to be fuel to the flames. I allowed it to be the lighter fluid that was just being thrown on the barbecue pit. And when you throw the lighter fluid on the barbecue pit, the flames ignite and they get bigger and bigger. So instead of reacting, I chose to write. And I wrote my entire book on my cell phone because at the time I did not have a laptop. So there is always a way. Just like they say, where there's a will, there's a way. So whenever I pulled out my phone that day in, in corporate America, right in front of my supervisor, that was the beginning of something new. And whenever thoughts would come into my head, I would just put them in the notes app. And then whenever I saw those thoughts, they started to have invisible links and come together and they were interwoven. Then I started to build the paragraph. And then that paragraph 
turned into a chapter. That chapter turned into multiple chapters. And my writing journey, I could write in noise. Some people need to write in complete silence. They need to turn off all the distractions. But me, I'm wired a little bit differently, even though I spent 15 years in corporate. So it's funny that way. And when I would hear a song on the radio that will give me inspiration. Something in the lyrics would speak to me that needed to be birthed in and throughout the story. If I watched a movie, whether it was a Christian-based movie, a faith-based movie, comedies, I love comedies, action, something in that storyline had an underlying theme that I needed to get in order so I could think about my book. Because yes, all of these situations happened to me, but I wanted to put it in a way where if I wanted to turn my book into a movie, it could be done. Whenever I was writing, I would go to work all day and I would come home and write at night. My husband knew whenever she comes home, she takes a shower, she eats, she pulls out her phone. And I just had my fingers going to the keyboard. Or there were times whenever something would happen at work, I will pull out a sticky note and I'll write something down just so I don't forget to write it in the notes on my mm-hmm. phone. So those are different things. But for those who are aspiring to be a writer, one thing that I would encourage you to do is get a journal. If you like to write things down, hard copy, if not open a note section on your phone and titled it mind mapping and blogs. And I'll also give you my writing strategy that has worked for some people. It's called one, one, one. So one cube, triple one, or one to one. You could write a paragraph a day. You could write a chapter a day, or you could write a sentence a day. Whichever one is most attainable to you, I want you to do that because we all have busy lives. So a paragraph a day, a paragraph doesn't even take a long time. A chapter a day, before you know it, ask yourself, how long do you want the chapter to be? And that's on you. No one else can tell you how long your chapter is supposed to be, but you, because you are necessarily the writer that is putting the words to the paper. Or a sentence a day. If there is a powerful statement that resonated in your mind, write that down. And before you know it, if you start off with the one cube method or one to one, before you know it, you will supersede that one, one, one method. And you'll do something like two, 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 or three by three. And before you know it, your book will be complete. But also, Set yourself a timer where it's your uninterrupted writing time and get in a place, whether you're writing in your house in a special place that your creativity juices flow, or if you need to go to a coffee shop, get you a nice frappuccino, cappuccino, latte, whatever you like to drink, or maybe some tea, then do that, sip on it and allow your thoughts to just flow in you freely and start writing and you'll be surprised how much you could pour out onto paper, onto your phone, or nowadays for some of you who feel like, oh, my grammar is not good. You could even talk it into your phone. Mm -hmm. So there's no excuse, but to get going because we all have a book inside of us. And that book is going to stem from your life experiences because no one can tell you about your life because they haven't lived your life. 
So over the last few weeks, we've talked a little bit about limiting beliefs. And I think that kind of brings us to that point. One of the things that I think can really hold us back, maybe from writing that book that we feel we have inside us, maybe from doing something else, maybe from jumping and going out and doing something that we feel is our real calling, is those limiting beliefs. So what advice do you have for someone that is is struggling with that, but needs to step out with confidence? What would you share with them? One, have a brain dump. What are all the limiting thoughts and beliefs that you keep saying about yourself? Do they sound like this? Oh, I'm not good enough. Oh, I'm so stupid. Why did I do that? Oh my freaking gosh. Oh my God. I'll never be able to achieve that. Are you kidding me? What were you thinking? Oh gosh, it's so freaking hard. I don't have the resources. I don't have the time. I am just so exhausted. Those could be some examples of limiting thoughts. Now, I thought you were just telling me what I was thinking. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) Those are just some mere thoughts to get you going. Now, how do you counteract those thoughts? I am good enough. I am smart. I am intelligent. I am a rock star. I am more than enough. I am an overcomer. My test is my testimony. And when you say these things, put some power in your voice. Hold your head up high, put your back up. And even if you need to do a power pose, because when you feel it, you believe it. And when you believe it, you can achieve it. So those are some examples that I like to do. Another thing is let's have a RCA method, root cause analysis. Why do you feel the way you do? What is being attached to the way you feel? Can it be your family members that are talking you outside of your dreams? Can it be your surroundings, the people that you allow to come in close proximity with you? And there's one saying that says, tell me who your friends are and I'll show you who you'll become. Because there's times in life, when we go through seasons, and the reason why I like to say seasons is because just like seasons change naturally, we change. So if we are not evolving and going with the different seasons, then that is an inclination that we are remaining stagnant and holding ourselves back. We're holding ourselves back because we're afraid to step out. We're afraid to take that jump and pull the parachute on the way down. We're afraid to get outside of our comfort zone because it's the unfamiliar that makes us worry. But if we stay in the familiar, we're never going to achieve our wildest dreams because we're comfortable. And sometimes you have to be willing to be uncomfortable in order to soar high like an eagles. And eagles don't hang out with chickens. Another thing. (laughs) Well, sure they do. (laughs) about that because that is true. Uh, Another thing is hiring a coach. Are you coachable? Do you really want to tap in with somebody who has already been where you are, has surpassed it, and now is living their life like it's golden? That song says, I'm living my life like it's golden. I'm living my life like it's golden. You get the gist. I'm not a singer, y'all, but uh, rock with me there. That was a lot better than me. Trust (laughs) me. (laughs) Because sometimes if we're not ready to be coachable, then it also shows that we're not ready to put in the work. Mm -hmm. So those are three master 
mastermind tips that I like to share. So if somebody's out there today and they're thinking, I need to be working on my influence, I need to to build my influence, what are some of the top tips or suggestions that you would have for them as ways to build their influence? One, find a mentor or a coach. And a mentor and a coach are not the same. A mentor is someone that is non-paid. A coach is somebody that you pay because you're willing to invest in yourself. And once you invest in yourself, you're telling yourself, yes, I am ready to put in the work in order to see the results. Another thing, educate yourself. Continually learn. Are there any podcasts that you need to listen to? Are there any books that you need to read? Are there any seminars you need to attend, webinars, or et cetera? So you could become a subject matter expert in the area that you desire to be in, work in, and want to build from. What do you want your foundation to be? What type of legacy do you want to leave? How do you want to formulate your empire And if you were to die today, God forbid, what would you want your obituary to read? Because that will show that you get to reverse engineer and do all the things that you want to do before your dreams end up in the graveyard. And four, when you think about where you are currently, ask yourself, what struggles have you faced? What did you learn from those struggles? And have you re, redefine those struggles in order to work in your benefit? Because struggles aren't always fun and pretty, but there's always a lesson that we learn from the struggles. And if you fail fast, because the one thing that I heard is fail is the first attempt in learning. If you think about anyone that is successful, whether it's Elon Oprah, Rihanna, maybe some rappers or whoever is successful to you. All of those people have went through failures and you may not know their story, but they had to fall multiple times before they came into their level of success. So even if you fail, count it all joy because your success is right around the corner if you don't throw in the towel. Oh, you can follow Genesis on Facebook or Instagram as, as Genesis Amaris Kemp. She's also over on YouTube as her podcast with gems with Genesis Amaris Kemp. Or you can find her at her website, which is at beacons.ai Genesis Amaris Kemp. Of course, I'll have links to all of that over in the show notes so it's easy to find. Genesis, is there anything else you'd like to share with the listener? Yes, I want to leave them with a powerful and profound quote from my book, Chocolate Drop in Corporate America, From the Pit to the Palace. And here is it. Stop waiting for someone to co-sign your dreams. Start running with passion. In time, the right people who genuinely care and want to support you will fall into place. That's one quote. And then the other one that's right underneath it says, let's continue to encourage one another to be the best version of ourselves that we possibly can. Take a break from all the hustle and bustle. Get in tune with your inner self. 
meditate, and release stress by working out, listening to music, or unplugging from the everyday madness in this world. Thanks so much for listening to the Inspired Stewardship Podcast. As a subscriber and listener, we challenge you to not just sit back and passively listen, but act on what you've heard and find a way to live your calling. If you enjoyed this episode, please do us a favor. Go over to inspiredstewardship.com slash iTunes rate, all one word, iTunes rate. It'll take you through how to leave a rating and review and how to make sure you're subscribed to the podcast so that you can get every episode as it comes out in your feed. Until next time, invest your time, your talent, and your treasures, develop your influence, and impact the world.